Welcome back to another episode of Sketch Nerds, where we break down sketch comedy, what works, what we don't like, and why. This special episode was recorded on the road at Sketchfest Seattle, and we reviewed a sketch by Kiss on the Lips. You can find information about this podcast and watch the sketch that we'll be discussing at badmedicinecomedy.com slash sketchnerds. Welcome to a very special episode of Sketch Nerds coming to you from Seattle, Washington, where we're at Sketchfest Seattle. We're very happy to have on as a guest today, Cassia Ward of the quotation marks responsible, close quotation marks, open quotation marks, adults, <laughs> close quotation marks. So the responsible adults with responsible and adults in quotation marks. Uh, we're also here with previous guest, first time co-host, JP McCallier, and I'm Andy Weld. Cassia, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks. I'm really excited to be yeah, here. Yeah, we're really excited to have you. Yeah. So let's start out. Can you tell us about your background in comedy, how you got into sketch or comedy in general? I mean, comedy in general is like, I feel like it's one of those questions that like, um, I don't know if you've had this experience, but you kind of like do it from like a young age. You're always kind of like goofing and like mm -hmm. booling out with like your family and friends and stuff. And my mom is probably the funniest person on the planet. Wow. In my opinion. Cool. Yeah, but... Watch out, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> like, way above. <laughs> um, so, like, she kind of, like, was always goofing with me as a child. And so, growing up, like, I was always kind of in that mindset. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really get into, like, formal comedy until, like, high school when someone was like, hey, you can do improv. And I was like, wait, you can make stuff up? <laughs> um, that doesn't sound like a thing. And then I did it for, like, four years and... Now me and improv are on a break, but <laughs> but I got into like a responsible adult would be on a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, we're not speaking at the moment, but no. yeah, I got into sketch in college, and it was kind of like a sketch and improv show kind of thing. And I was like, oh wait, you can do improv, but you can write it down, so it's good, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's good. So yeah, that's kind of like. And then after college, like um, I was like, oh, I wanna, I wanna kind of like do more with like friends and. I kind of called like 20 of my college friends and I was like, hey, let's like do That's a stuff. lot of college friends. Yeah. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me finish oh, this God, story. Oh, wow. Yeah, jump the gun there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like, I was like, hey, let's like do stuff. Let's like do some improv, do some sketch. And I got them all together for a rehearsal and we were like, this is great. We're definitely going to keep doing this. Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> and uh, the second rehearsal, I set it up and... The day of, like, everybody started canceling, and eventually it was just Steven that showed up. Um, and who's Steven? Steven is uh, one of the responsible cool. adults. He's He was the man in the group. <laughs> um, we saw them last night, so that's why we know who Steven is from a context. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, well, fuck, basically. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. So we kind of called two of our friends we knew, like, weren't, like, generally flaky, and we formed the responsible oh. adult. I got it. Okay. Yeah. It's all coming together now. Yeah, that's kind of, like, the full story of, like, the, the origin. Uh, yeah. We used to have one more member, Staggerly Cole, who has now moved to L.A. and betrayed us. Yes, absolutely. Of course. As we've had members move to L.A. and betray us as well. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. just be going to L.A. <laughs> yeah, Terrible. so... And now we're here at Sketchfest. Cool. And so responsible adults, is there a, like a style you feel like you embrace or a tone? Um, definitely like we kind of try to go for like stupid, simple, positive. Okay. Um, and we usually try to keep it like clean. 
I just think okay. it's more interesting for me and maybe, I don't know, maybe for the audience, uh, if like it's kind of something everybody can enjoy, yeah. like kids and parents and whoever else, my grandma, if she <laughs> decides to come. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And so there, there are four members of the group right mm -hmm. now, yes? And so do you all write and you all act? Are there people who do more writing than acting and vice versa? Um, we actually just kind of all like write, all act like together. What's your writing process like? How do you come to your sketches? <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of a few different things. A lot of times it's like we'll come up with sketches like on like our own, like when I'm at work, I do a lot of writing. Yep, I do too. Yeah, uh, I and then like we'll bring them to each other and be like, hey, does this work? Like, what can we change? Mm -hmm. And then other times it'll just be us, like it'll stem from us like hanging out and like making jokes. And we're like, hey, there's something here that we can turn into a sketch. Like we have one sketch that's about the Planet of the Apes movies. I'm not gonna spoil it because you guys will see it tomorrow. Um, but that's kind of where that came from. It's just a will we see it tonight? Oh my god, yeah. I was okay. thinking about <laughs> All right. today and like tonight and this morning as being two separate days. <laughs> it may as well be. I'm definitely not a morning person. <laughs> Fair at all. And and neither are we, given that our brains are still on East Coast time right now. Oh yeah. Because I was like go, like last night we went on for our bodies at like 1 30 in the oh, morning. Yeah. It was so we're crazy. like, okay. <laughs> we're gonna do this. Yeah. You guys did fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, it was a lot of fun. And so I know that this year you're going to uh, New York Sketch Fest. Have you guys done a lot of traveling for shows for festivals? Uh not yet, since we're still pretty new group mm -hmm. like yeah how old are you how uh, old like group? a year how old are you is a very inappropriate question <laughs> to ask someone um, <laughs> but how old is the group responsible adults <laughs> the group responsible adults is about like it's only like a year and a half year mm, and a half because okay. i think our our like start day was like january 2018 so Yes, it's about a year and a half now. <laughs> so it's basically, we've only really been to Seattle Sketch Fest and New York Sketch Fest, and we're just kind of starting the process of applying to other places. Are there a lot of sketch festivals on the West Coast? There are a lot on the East Coast, and that's just the world we're familiar with. Are there a lot of opportunities for festivals on the West Coast? Um, I think so, because there's Seattle Sketch Fest, there's Portland Sketch Fest, there's San Francisco. Yeah, there is. And, like, yeah. of course, like, L.A. has one. Whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know if Vancouver has one. I've been, like, trying to keep my eyes out because I just like Canada. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think from our experience, some of the best ones are in Canada. Oh, We've yeah. been to Montreal, mm -hmm. which was out of this world. Montreal Sketch Fest was so fun. Oh, man. Um, and uh, Toronto is a very big one. I've heard Toronto was like, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. What we're, we've, we've, we've made some friends from the Toronto scene just through East Coast festivals because we'll see them at shows and things like that. And that's that's one we're hoping to do and love to do because it, it seems like we the stuff we see out of Toronto is so interesting. And like mm -hmm. it's it's like a totally different than the stuff we're seeing. Oh, yeah. Like totally different, US. like how? Um, I think, you know, one of the things you hit on is, is it's somewhat positivity. There's like no mm -hmm. even hints of punching down. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of, what's the best way to put it? There's maybe some making fun of yourself, but never oh, outward yeah. outward mockery. So a lot more self-deprecating than otherwise. Um, yeah. That seems more like the stuff I'm into. Um, I I kind of have like a thing about when I want people to like see my comedy, I want them to feel like safe. Yeah. I don't want them to be like holding their seats like, oh, is this going to like <laughs> be something that will offend me? Or is this like, making fun of me? Because yeah. um, I've definitely had that moment. Like where you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, buckle up for our show. No, um, <laughs> um, 
don't there's, believe there's that. At least, no, no, no. There's, I think there's just one sketch that is maybe a little uh, pushing on that. And so earlier you said, uh, before we got on the mics, that you are volunteering this year at Seattle, mm-hmm. Sketchfest Seattle. Yep. Can you talk about uh, the process of Sketchfest Seattle to your knowledge of it and the history of it as you understand it? Um, I It's my first year, uh, so I don't know like a lot of the history since I was just kind of like, I jumped in. Because mm-hmm. they had a few staff members leave Uh Kind of like in the middle, like more in, in May, and they were like, hey, we need people. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm people. I can do things. <laughs> so I just kind of jumped in. And the process is pretty, it's pretty chill. It's just kind of like six of us, and we we kind of meet up once a month um, on the off season and kind of like, hey, what do we want to do for the next one? And like what, like what went well last mm-hmm. year and what didn't, and how can we change that? And then like... About a month or so before the festival, we get up, we watch all the submission videos together, mm. and then we kind of like build it as yeah. Like what's a team. the what's that process like of how you select of how you select the groups and then how you decide to build the show from the groups that you have? Oh, it's kind of fascinating. So this year it was kind of like we wanted more out of town people to mm. come in, so we were like, okay, all the headliners slots are going to be for out of town people, and we had somewhere around like. 12 or so headliners and mm. then like 16 local groups. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, okay, we have room for the, these many people. Mm. We have these many submissions. We'll just slot them in where we think we can. And I actually, I asked for the responsible adults to be paired with you guys because I was so impressed by your submission Oh, video. thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what videos we submitted for it that was, submission. Probably the, it was a Down Home Country Pantry, yes. the food one. Yeah. Oh, that was hysterical. And the wolf one. And wolves, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll be doing wolves tonight. You're yeah. doing wolves? Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're doing, we'll Very be doing excited. wolves tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a fun one. Um, no, I was on the My First Sketch podcast. Yeah, Josh is great. Yeah, and yeah. we actually ended up talking about wolves for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> People who see wolves tend to love wolves. It, it, that wolves has a very interesting journey as a sketch. It actually started, the idea came from an episode of Sketch Nerds. We were really? talking about game show sketches, just like the format. And we were talking about how they're, we feel like they're a little tired. Like yeah. we've seen the game show sketch. Yeah, we have two. Ga- sure. We're doing two game show sketches tonight. Um, but, <laughs> so like, and we were just kind of talking about well, what could you do differently and interesting in the game show sketch? And Elizabeth, uh, who is an Elizabeth Kemp, who is in Bad Medicine and often a co-host mm-hmm. of Sketch Nerd, she said, "I just want to see wolves." So she went home and wrote this concept, <laughs> which was just like. Two people on a game show, and then there are wolves coming. And the first couple times we did the sketch, it was basically improvised. It was the setup and then just waiting and just people, like, saying things. And it's the sketch obviously lives in silence. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of waiting and sitting around. And over time, we figured out what are the exact beats and lines that we want to use. And it's kind of – it's a sketch that's developed through improv, which is unusual for our regular process. Yeah. yeah. Some sketches need that, but it's yeah. not something that I do, like – as a rule. Yeah. Now, my producer, Isaiah, is handing me a note <laughs> that is relatively illegible. Um, <laughs> if I lived in Seattle and I wanted to get involved in the scene here, the sketch scene here, how would I go about doing that? Oh, um, well, this is kind of a plug, but... Plug, plug uh, away. <laughs> plug um, away. Responsible Adults just recently took over like producing this, this show here called Copilot. Mm-hmm. Where people sign up and you can sign up as like a person, like just as yourself, basically. And like 
like a newborn baby that's never done sketch, and we pair those uh, newborn sketch babies with like old sketch mm -hmm. people, and they we kind of produce a little showcase together just to kind of get people's feet wet. Here's what it's like to write. Here's what it's like to like work with others. Yeah. Um, so that's going on. Signups are going on like whenever I get the signups out, <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll the show will be in November. Yeah. So I'm excited about that, but. If you're like, if you kind of already have an idea of like how you want to do things, Sarah Mack is like a really good person to know. They're the owner of The Pocket. Okay. And you can just like email The Pocket or Sarah and be like, hey, I have an idea for a show. Can I do it? And usually they're like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> if they have the space for it. And so overall, I mean, I, uh, Sketch Fest Seattle is, as we heard many times last night, the longest running sketch festival. Certainly in the country, if not in the world. It was unclear. Uh, I was unclear on if it's the world or the country. I, I am also know. unclear if it's right. the world or country, but we do have like the domain sketchfest.org. It's a pretty great so, domain to have. Yeah. We're pretty like. Gotta get that dot gov. <laughs> yeah. Go federal, baby. Yeah. Um, so it's a long running uh, festival. What is the sketch scene like in Seattle? Very, it's like, I describe it as like small but mighty. Mm -hmm. um, there's like, I want to say like six groups. That's that, about like, what we'd say for DC too. Yeah, where that like are really out there yes. doing things, mm -hmm. but and everybody knows each other. Yeah. Um, but like it's still like pretty. Everybody who's in it is like in it. Yeah. We all like want to do things, and I see everybody like all the time because we're <laughs> always no. doing things. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that we're like clicky. Which I think yeah. in theater communities, sometimes you can get like that. Yeah, like people are kind of competitive. But I've never really had an experience that I felt like that people didn't want me in the room mm -hmm. or anything. And I've never met new people that I was like, mm, well, you can't come play with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't sit at our table. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's get to the, the sketch we're going to be discussing today. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> from a group called Kiss on the Lips, yes. and it's, the sketch is called Paper Towel. Can you introduce uh, the sketch for us? Um, I d you guys are foolish for letting me talk about this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the sketch you know. is kind of... I saw it in New York Sketch Fest last year, and it's a runner sketch. And the story kind of is, is like, it's a man that's trying to connect with his son who has depression, that the sun is a roll of paper towels, wearing yeah. sunglasses. And here's a clip. Eric, dinner in five. You're still mad at me, huh? Do you have any idea how embarrassing it is telling my friends that my son goes to music camp? We're a West Point family, son, and you're gonna go to ROTC. I'm not gonna let you sit in here and fuck around all day. All right, Cassia, why did you bring this sketch to us today? Um, I brought this sketch because, like, I, I was, like I said, I saw it last year and I've just been, like, obsessed with it. And it's kind of, like, it's one of those things that, like, builds, like, the first iteration. It was a runner sketch. So, like, it was the first part, <coughs> few more sketches, second part, few more sketches, end part. And the first part, you're kind of like, okay, paper towels. Like, mm -hmm. you kind of start coming up with, like, jokes in your head. By the second part, 
you're getting a little more emotionally invested. And in the third part, you kind of forget that it's comedy. Like, you're invested. You forget that it's, like, paper towels until the punchline. Mm -hmm. Where, like, oh, like, now the guy spills his drink. And then your brain just kind of, like, lights up and you're like, holy fuck. That's where this is going. Yeah, that great moment in the video where he looks at the the spill for a little while and then like this little slow burn back to the uh, paper towels. It's a really, really great moment. You get that recognition and reversal in there. Where it, it's like, oh. oh <laughs> yeah. And I think that the, what makes it like kind of like really hit that hard is, well, first of all, like the simplicity of like paper towels, clean up spills and like how emotionally invested you get in like all of the characters. And I feel like it wouldn't work as well if it was kind of like tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. You, you, ha- you have to to get that turn to work. You need to have the juxtaposition, that dramatic juxtaposition, mm-hmm. um, to go from very serious to yeah to this bounty joke. Yeah, um, so that worked really well. Another thing I thought was really really fun in the sketch, and as you said, is very dramatic. Um, but as the sketch, kind of in the middle section of the sketch, or at least the video version, which is what we saw, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we've not seen the live version. Yeah. Um, but we saw this video version. You have the parents yelling about their son, the roll mm-hmm. of paper towels, against images of the son doing <laughs> things, like the skateboard, the paper towel roll yeah. on a skateboard going me. down the street. Yeah, that's like, it's just this great kind of like, mm-hmm. The screaming of the, like over skateboarding kind yeah. of thing. The second half of the second part of the runner sketch was they put the paper towels on stage mm-hmm. with headphones on, and then they played like <laughs> a whole Nine Inch Nails song. Like we were just sitting there watching this paper towel listen to like Nine Inch Nails. It was like incredible. It was. Crying. We've all been depressed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we've been there. Yeah, right? Exactly. Trent Reznor understands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had a thing. Oh, uh, I think a common mistake that people make when they're getting into comedy and sketch comedy is like trying to be a little too like, oh, I know what I'm talking about with the mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you believe what you're saying and you kind of like lean into like stupidity a little bit, it hits harder. So yeah. I, what do you mean by stupidity in that situation? I mean like stupidity, not like 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 bad stupidity but mm-hmm. like leaning into like the absurdity of it yeah. and like really like it's not paper towels it's your son like <laughs> yeah no yeah. I, I would agree with that I think I think you know one of the I remember learning this in in like high school theater but like you want to make the audience feel smart mm-hmm. and that kind of thing really like a dramatic sketch like that that has a great turn makes the audience feel smart because they get emotionally invested and then you have a turn like that and mm-hmm. I think that's a really important part of especially a sketch like this which you, you figure it's building to something, but what is it building to? Because yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously there's lots of avant-garde sketch that's a lot, that's really could just be dark the whole way. And you could have, in theory, ended this sketch with the role of paper towels suicide and have just said, done, that's the sketch. It's dark and it's strange. But then yeah. you have this extra turn that I really enjoyed and appreciated. Yeah. I also liked it. I'm not sure if they did this in the live stage version, but in the... The clip we saw, they were looking back at when he was like a, 
sun and he was like a roll of like toilet paper I think yeah um and you can see like these small images of like the toilet paper growing <laughs> up into the paper towel and is that how they kind of handled it in the stage version yeah or? so in the live version the dad finds the son with the pills and he's yeah. cradling this roll of paper towels and they start playing like that part of yeah. the video like oh, behind him oh, okay. so like that showing him yeah, grow up great. and like gotcha. watching this guy like he's like like he was sobbing on stage <laughs> um and just cradling this, and so you're like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> the uh, yeah. the visual gag of having the X's for eyes for the paper towel was really, really, <laughs> really funny. I also loved um, that the pills he OD'd on were generic Advil. Yeah, no, uh, like which <laughs> I really, really enjoyed. Because uh, I was looking, I was like, mm, wait a minute, <laughs> that's ibuprofen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so were there other key differences between that staged version? Obviously, you said it was a runner versus mm -hmm. this is like a two-minute, yeah. uh, two ten-second sketch yeah. in the video. So were there other key differences? Um, Not totally. I think that the what actually kind of served the live version more is like having the space in between the pieces. So yeah, like yeah. you have the introduction, and then you kind of forget about it, and then you have like the middle part, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is happening. Kind of funny, I guess. And then like the third part with all that time and just kind of like planting the seeds in your brain, mm -hmm. it just kind of hits harder because you've been processing it for longer. You've kind of grown with the paper towels. You've grown with the, the paper towel. Yeah, so, you're invested. Yeah. You've been sitting here for <laughs> like uh, 30 minutes, an yeah. hour. I don't even remember how long their set was, but, and then the paper towels are there. <laughs> <laughs> And, and in one of your notes you, you sent over beforehand, you mentioned truth in comedy. And so what, how does truth in comedy play into this sketch? So that's, it's like, that's like a big thing, a theme for me as like an artist <laughs> or whatever. Oh, but, God. Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah. All right, good episode. <laughs> Dang, okay, turn <laughs> um, But yeah, I think in order to be like, like really like have comedy that hits people, really hard and makes them laugh the most. I think people need to be able to like relate to it a little yeah. bit. And it's like a real thing that people go through is like having a child who has depression and maybe commits suicide. It's like, it's, it's like an issue that a lot of people deal with. And I mean, being artists, a lot of us go through depression ourselves. So we can relate to this roll of paper towels, but taking all of that, and putting such like a simple joke like on the end of it, you kind of like you you start like like taking the sketch and like kind of relating to it and like really like taking ownership of it almost. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that like makes sense, but yeah. So, so you mentioned something earlier about absurdity, mm -hmm. and so. What can, what do you as an artist do when you want to blend truth and absurdity? And this is probably a good example of blending truth and absurdity because mm -hmm. you have this very realistic situation with the paper towel. But when you're writing, when you're thinking about how do I want to create something that balances truth and absurdity, is there a way that you approach that or is it just how it flows out of you? <laughs> I definitely I mean, sometimes, I know that. sometimes I just like vomit sketches out of me. It's like 30 minutes. My best sketches are written in 45 minutes and that's just it. And if it takes me a long time, I know it's not going to work. They go everywhere. Um, yeah. I'm absolutely the same way. If it's not like, usually I just like, Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess it's never really a conscious thing about like blending truth and absurdity. I just kind of like write about stuff that 
is about me. Mm-hmm. One of my sketches that you'll see tonight is actually about. I feel like if I say like it's about ADHD and mm-hmm. the struggle of having it, it's that seems it's it's way more like pretentious than it actually is. But it it's that's what it's about. It's like yeah. how I kind of live my life. Um, yeah, no, I, I've I've certainly written sketches <laughs> that are that are based on. Um, that same kind of concept yeah. that's are building on that. So you sort of ground it in your own truth first to get your ideas rather than starting with like an absurd thing and then bringing it to the truth. Is that right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think kind of if you're like, if you start with the absurdity, it mm. just, it's harder to ground. Mm. It's like trying to catch a balloon versus blowing up a balloon. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know, like, can you think of something absurd just like out of thin air? Uh, Sometimes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just like finding that thing that's like, oh, you think I can relate to this. Yeah. Maybe somebody else will relate to this. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's kind of like a form of self-expression too, yeah. where you're kind of like, I have pain. I'm sharing now. Yeah. You have to look at this. <laughs> but kind of putting it in like a safe box. Yeah, like yeah. you can laugh at it and it feels less scary mm. because of that. <laughs> now we've, we've talked a little bit about in the sketch, the paper towel having depression, but that, that wasn't my initial read on it. Really? It was more that the paper towel was coming from an abusive father. And that those, I mean, that obviously those things are often intertwined, but mm-hmm. my main takeaway was that the father was abusive, not that the paper towel was inherently depressed. Oh, okay. Um, because I didn't think, I guess there were, I guess there were some things like sitting alone at the lunch table. I just thought the kid was maybe artsy and a little, I don't know, I would say strange, <laughs> but I'm also artsy and strange. So who knows? Um, we all but, sat alone at the lunch table. Yeah, right? Um <laughs> But the, when you talk about a depression, I see that more. But my initial read was more an abusive situation. Okay. Um, which is obviously just different you, interpretations. You guys like yeah, so much more than me. Like I, I didn't see yeah the depression or the All right, abusive. You simple-minded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I said get on my level. You didn't interpret the art correctly. I was like, whoa! I just I saw I was I saw them trying to create the humor by yeah that juxtaposition between like them arguing and then suddenly just like an image of like a a paper towel of sunglasses <laughs> and then just <laughs> on goes a skateboard, back. yeah. And then it goes to another one and then I thought they were just trying to kind of build that in beats and uh, then at the end like sort of you know after. The paper towel commits, you know, suicide. Technically, <laughs> then sort of you kind of, I kind of like, oh, there's yeah, more going on oh, here. But uh, that's the comedy. My initial read was yeah, just like that juxtaposition. Yeah, um, I mean, that's that's valid too. <laughs> Could this sketch have been much longer than it is? Obviously, it sounds like the stage version is longer and in parts. But this is the kind of sketch where I think you have to balance that seriousness when you to the joke. Do you think it could have been much longer than it is? Um, in the video version? Hmm, I actually like don't know about that because I feel like if you lean too far into the seriousness, like the audience gets kind of like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the and joke becomes more offensive the more serious it is, yeah, right? The, At the end? Maybe? Yeah. yeah. The longer you pull it out, it's just like the more the audience like gets kind of like upset, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And I think the length that it is kind of lets it, lets it, you emotionally invest in it without like, 
taking on emotional labor. I mean, that's a good way to put it. And yeah. I, I mean, it's a lot accomplished in two minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, which is which is always a hard thing in turning sketches into videos is trying to get them into palatable lengths because a, an audience will sit through a six or seven minute stage sketch and enjoy it. They won't watch a six or seven minute video. No. Yeah. <laughs> really, really soaks up a lot of material. I know. <laughs> All yeah. of my jokes get cut from videos. Um, no. I actually, um, you guys weren't here for the comedy film challenge, but... No, we weren't. You, One of our videos was in it. Yeah, you yeah. won. Yes. Yeah, it was very impressive. We were... We it's were our producer dying. Isaiah directed it. Oh, rad. Yeah. No, our producer Isaiah produced it. Ca was a cameraman for it. <laughs> Shot it. It's not clear. <laughs> Ah, Colin Chocola, who has uh, directed a number of our videos, directed it. Oh, rad. There okay, we go. yeah. Yeah, he's great. And that was a collaboration with another DC group uh, called um, Designer Breeds. Yeah. So, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun to do that <laughs> sketch. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you would do differently in this sketch? If, if in you, the paper towel yeah, sketch? Yeah, in the paper towel sketch. If you took mm -hmm. the reins of it, it was your sketch, is there a different way you might approach it, whether it's the ending, whether it's the setup? Um, I'm not like, I'm kind of like not even thinking about the filmed version sure. uh, for this, but like the live version, I don't know that I would change anything about it because it was just one person and the paper towels. And I think that was like good. I don't know that I loved the addition of the other parent. In the right. film thing, but maybe I don't know. Why not? Oh, it was just one parent. It was just it was just the dad. Like the oh. dad would come into the son's room. Like it was all in the son's room. That definitely changes it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the dad would like kind of lean up against the doorway, and it's like, hey, like you want to like come watch TV with me and your mom? Like you haven't been downstairs in a while, and oh. maybe that's why our reads of it were so different. Yeah. 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 Uh, because in the live version, it definitely seemed more like concerned dad. Rather than yelling Rather dead? Rather than, like, yelling yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I wonder I wonder why they made that choice. And so, I mean, I thought the mom in the video sketch provides a useful, like, juxtaposition of the parents. And you mm -hmm. see that, that struggle between them, which I think exacerbates the difficulty for the child. But why were you less sure about the mom being in the sketch? I guess maybe it was because of, like, our different reads. And I feel like I've, like... <sighs> Not to get too vulnerable on air, but like I have been through depression uh, and it kind of does feel like that kind of like solitary mm -hmm. like wait and people do try to like come in and be mm -hmm. nice to you and you just don't like hear it as much. Yeah. Um, so it kind of like provided that sort of like relatability for me. Uh, so it might just be like a personal choice that I prefer the live version rather than the filmed version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, as far as changing things, it's not, I don't really think that I would. It's just kind of one of those sketches that is in my bank of things I want to strive for. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is brought to you by the sketch comedy troupe Bad Medicine, DC's best sketch comedy about the worst of humanity. Visit badmedicinecomedy.com for info about live shows, workshops, and t-shirts for people who love comedy. Well, thanks for coming on the show today, Kasia. Um, You're welcome. As we do at uh, the end of every show, let's come up with a rating system for how we want to rate this sketch. What's uh, How do you want to come up with a rating system for this? I mean, I guess, like, I'd give this sketch, like, 
90% absorbency score. <laughs> 90% absorbency score. I yeah. like that. I like that. JP, what do you think? Absorbency. Well, absorbency score. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'd like get more involved in the live version than kind of the film version. Mm -hmm. I feel like having the one character would make a big difference. So I'd say like, mm. like 75 to 80% for the film version, but I, I could see yeah. it being a solid 90 in a live runner. Yeah, so it's not really getting all the liquid, but it's yeah, like yeah. There. It's like absorbing a lot of it, but you, you've got like the, the double absorbent when it's live. Yeah. Um, it's like really strong body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'd probably put it somewhere around uh, around 75 or, or 80 as well. I liked, I liked that turn at the end. I thought it was really great. Um, I think, I'm not entirely sure how, but I wish it could have been a little bit bigger than that. Um, then the turn at the end. I think that would have punctuated the the twist all the more. Rad, yeah. Yeah, but super fun sketch. Really enjoyed talking about it. Well, thank you all for listening today. Please like, share, and subscribe. If you don't have any sketches we haven't talked about yet and you'd like us to discuss, please send it our way. We love getting suggestions. Uh, now, Casilla, if our audience wanted to find you out in the world or find your comedy, I suppose, maybe not you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Please don't this find is me my here. address. <laughs> um, as I've mentioned, I've been depressed. Um, please come. So, yeah, right, exactly. I accept baked goods. Um, I do. Well, that's good to know. If our audience wants to find you out in the world, where would they find you? Um, well, I have a solo show coming up on October 18th at the Pocket Theater. Uh, sign up for Copilot whenever I get submissions out, but that will be November 22nd. We'll be in New York if you're in New York around New York Sketch Fest. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess come to that. Does Responsible Adults have a web page, an Instagram, a Facebook page, anything like that? Yeah, we have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. We do have a website that's very new and I'm still not quite happy with, but you can check us out there, theresponsibleadults.wordpress.com. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. Awesome. Well, you can find more about Sketch Nerds and Bad Medicine at badmedicinecomedy.com slash sketchnerds, where you can also find a link to the sketch that we discussed today. You can find this podcast and previous episodes wherever you get your podcast. For Cassia Ward, JP McCallier, I'm Andy Weld. Thanks for listening to Sketch Nerds. This episode was produced by Isaiah Hedden. The closing music tracks were provided by soundtrackforeverything.com. All clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. Copyrights Act Fair Use Exemption for criticism and commentary. The Sketch Nerds podcast is brought to you by the sketch comedy group Bad Medicine, DC's best sketch comedy about the worst of humanity. For showtimes, videos, and funny t-shirts, please visit badmedicinecomedy.com. <laughs>